Welcome, 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 welcome to Arock 20 again. This is podcast number five, I think. And um, this podcast, um, this guest, my oracle, um, is a lady that um, I recently met. Again, another recent meet um, on this journey. And her name is Jackie. And Jackie's actually from England also. Um, and she's a black English woman as myself. And I get a big treat out of that because I don't meet a lot of black English women in America. And what I found interesting about Jackie was she seemed, she's very, very, very driven. She's very confident and she has a lot going on, a lot of uh, business ventures. Um, and I just want to kind of know her story. Um, especially the fact that she came from England uh, to America. And um, I'm just fascinated by what, what, that, what that's going to entail. And again, as I always promote on this um, podcast, this is a fear, anti-fear podcast. And this is the goal of this is ther- therapy for me in, in some ways. And if you get something out of it, I, that's, that's excellent too. And again, this is just about this six-year journey and all these remarkable people I've met. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and stop my banter and introduce Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Paula. How are you? I am doing well this evening. How are you? Good. So Jackie, Jackie, where where are you? You're located. I know you're um, in, I think, D.C. area, right? Yeah, I'm just outside of D.C. in an area called Bowie, Maryland. And I, what I always open up with, I always send everybody uh, the five questions. Um, and the five questions, we we may not get to number four, we may not get to number five, because we the goal of this is to be authentic and we may, may go off into another pathway. Mm-hmm. And that's perfect, because that's, that's from life. But um, the one that we always can start with is, who are you and where were you born? And, you know, you don't, again, have to give your full name. I mean, but it's up to you. But just tell us your story. Where were you born? Who are you? Okay, I would love to do that. So, as you said, my name is Jackie and originally from London, England. I've actually been in the States for over 30 years now, which is amazing to me. Um, Yeah, it's way over 30 years. But I still consider myself as, you know, British, even though I've got English, even though I've lived in this country longer than I was over in in the UK. I actually feel like I don't belong either now at this point now. It's like I don't fit in over there or I don't fit in over here but I love both places though but yeah I'm 52 I am single never married and have no kids um never actually thought you know getting married was never something I actually thought about on on or or didn't think about kind of thing it was not something of like I you know I wasn't one of these women that grew up saying yeah I'm gonna get married and have a kids and a white picket fence that wasn't you know that wasn't something that was on the radar for me but the older I get, then, you know, well, not, you know, the age now, like, I definitely would like to find that special person to settle down with, though. But, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, that's about me. I'm 52, live outside of the Washington, D.C. area. Um, so you were born in England, though, right? In London. Yeah, born in London, England. And I was born in Hackney Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but we grew up in an area called Tottenham. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was born in I've got London. cousins in Tottenham. Okay, so are you seven sisters? Seven sisters, okay. I have family in seven sisters as well. So that you know, those just that name brings up good memories for me. I still love London. I still, you know, 
Um, and I, I think I'm planning to move closer to home, you know, the older I get. Really? The more, yeah, the more wow. I'm missing my family, most definitely. Wow. Yeah. How would you describe your childhood? I, uh, you know what, I was the youngest of four. So yeah. I have two older sisters and an older brother and I was spoiled. Um, I had a really good childhood. Can't yeah, I really can't complain. And I've got a really bad memory though, so I, there's a lot of things I don't remember. But yeah. for the most part, you know, I I had a, a good childhood. I was, you know, my I think my older sister had it harder because my parents were really strict on her. Yeah. But by the time they got to me, they were so worn out and tired and and all of that good stuff. Like I could just I could do whatever whenever. Yeah. Um, so I um. And I didn't, you know, I wasn't a wild child or anything because my parents were so easy on me, like, because I could do anything. I never, I, I never got into anything, you know, really, really crazy trouble. So, um, yeah, I, I had a good childhood. I had a really good childhood. I, and no complaints there. Well, that's good. So, you know, now you're in America. Um, this is, you've been here, you said. Actually, you actually sound, about, I got here in, um, let's see, 1990. Mm-hmm. What, what year did you get? Into. I think about 1989. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So we've been about in, in in America for about the same length of time, I would say. Um, do you do you like America? I have gotten used to America. Um, I miss my yeah. No, I do. I like it. I when I first moved over here, um, I was I was living in a in a small area on the eastern shore, small um, um, small city, Salisbury, Maryland. And my father used to own a liquor store in a place called Del Mar, Delaware, which is even smaller. Um, and I, I just, people would just be extremely rude when it comes to you know they're not used they're not used to seeing a black person and yeah. you know with an accent, mm. you know especially from England. So they would sometimes just you know I'd be working at the liquor store and they would just laugh in my face. And at a certain point, I just stopped talking because I was like I was just so. I was so over it. Yeah. So very over it. But um but I've gone yeah, I've really I've grown to love the country I have. And you know, but like I said, I don't feel like I belong here. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I, I I'm I'm still very much an outsider. The way I think, the way I feel, mm. the way I look at the world is so much different than I think most people. So I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm um yeah, I'm on a little island by myself. And I don't think that's necessarily just the American thing. I think I'd feel the same if I was in the UK. Yeah, 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 I think so. And that's what I've noticed about people that I connect with. It's people that have those same feelings. I know I've always felt like that. I've never yeah. felt like I fitted in in my family. Yeah, and then when I came to America, well, it just really actually triggered me when you talked about people laughing. Because mm-hmm. I think around that time, which is around the same time as you, I mean, there wasn't really much out there about black people in England in America. Mm. So, and I was in, I was in Plattsburgh, New York, which is upstate New York, and I was, it was really bad. You know, they just like, oh my God, where are you from? You know, and it just weirded out by me. You know, and then I just used to be really quiet too. I didn't really want to say much. And it was quite shy. Oh, I mean, and I, that's what I say, but people laugh at me when I say I'm shy. Yeah, it's really weird, but it's true. I really am. And it is, it does seem odd too. If I'm a shy person, why am I doing this podcast, right? Right, right. But like well, you said, those intimate, intimate things I am, I think yeah. I'm shy. But I, I don't want to be the center of attention. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I 
depends on this moments so I might want to be <laughs> sent of attention, but for the most part I don't. And well, you, great, yeah. you described me, like you said, confident. I, I've never, <laughs> I would never um, uh, describe myself with confidence. So it was like, it was, it was interesting to hear you say that. I was just going to think, I was just going to say something. I should have written it down because my memory is really bad. That Something you said that triggered me and I can't remember what it was, but we'll, I'll, I'll get back to that at some point though. But yeah, it's been, um, it, 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 it was interesting on, on the Eastern Shore because people, oh, if people were, if they were, like smiling and laughing and it was like a friendly or a warm but it wasn't it was just like a it was more like a hateful or a demeaning and that, you know, so that's why I kind of closed up and, and 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 you know I really became got really into myself at a point yeah. when I was over here as well so that yeah that that was a di- that was a difficult time and even yeah because like I said even if I was to go back to England now I still I, I don't feel kind of fit in there as well because I'm just I'm different. I'm different. And it's not you know I used to think it was a bad different, but it's not a bad different. It's just I'm different and I'm okay with it at this age now. It's, yeah. I am now. It's like I realize that okay, it's, it's okay to be different. Like that's not a problem. I don't. Yeah. Have to I mean that's and again that's what this is all about. It's like it's hard to it's hard to sort of understand. You know when I have when I tell people my age, I'm 54, and you know it's like. The, the way I think the last maybe two years have been my awakening, mm. but, uh, but it's been this journey because I've been, I was a mother for so long, a mother and a wife and I was married for so long, you know, and now I'm just out there and I meet people and like you. So one of the things I, I love to ask people, and it's usually a, it, interesting, and I want to see if you're going to, what the trend, if the trend will continue. When I ask you, what are you scared of? What am I scared of? Oh, that's a good one. I am scared of, you know what I'm really, really scared of, right? Yeah. Is dying. Like the, the thought of dying scares the hell out of me. Just the thought of me actually not being around any longer. Why like, is that? Why do you think that is? Because I'm just, I'm not going to be here. Like I'm never, I'm not going to exist anymore. It just, it just, I can't. The world is gonna be around and I'm not gonna be in it kind of thing. That is one thing that's FOMO, fear of missing out. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not yeah, it's like what and then what's gonna to happen to me? Where, yeah, that that freaks me out. That is one thing that's always that's always weirded me out. Like, no, you know, I'm not there's gonna be a point I'm not gonna be around and then like everything is gonna go on. That's just that's bizarre to me. Wow. So it's not, so you did break the trend because the last two people I've interviewed, they've said it's um, being alone. Mm. And uh, so that's kind of interesting. But I suppose death is a form of being alone, right? In some way. Right, right. But uh, yeah, that's that's really interesting that you said that. And, you know, death doesn't really bother me Mm. because I deal with it, I think, so much. And I'm still kind of, I'm trying to figure out what my fear is. I don't know. I think I've faced so much head on. I've sort of faced my fears in a sense. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything really looming that I feel right now. I think maybe I'll change my tune next week when I interview somebody else. But right now I don't, there's nothing that, like being alone doesn't bother me and and death doesn't bother me. I mean, I'm not sure. I I don't know. I mean, so that's kind of, I love your, I love what you're saying about that. Your yeah, that's interesting because being alone doesn't bother me either. I'm so used to being alone, especially when I first, you know, when I 
moved out here. Um, and then, you know, I was away from all my family, even though I, I lived with my parents and, yeah. and my uncle and aunt for a period of time. But, but like being, I actually like being alone, which is you not, do? yeah, I do enjoy being alone because I sometimes feel that people just don't, won't ever understand me or they don't ever get me. And it's just, it's difficult, it's draining. It can be exhausting to try and get somebody to like figure you out. So it's just better to, um, you know to be alone and I don't like to you know tell my problems to people as well like you know I don't like to I don't like to drain people because I know I get drained when people tell me to stuff, too much stuff as well yeah so um I, I like to think about stuff and um you know deal with it by myself there'd be um, my friends will tell you all the time that I would like just I would go missing in action for like weeks and sometimes months in it but that thing's because I've, I've suffered from depression for um many 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 years I think that you know that was a um that was something that you know I dealt with with my depression just like I, I would go within myself kind of thing because I just didn't want to you know worry anybody else about it and, and all of that good stuff so um do you think that you do you think that that works for you um it did not work and now I think I it works for me because it's a more um uh it's not such a negative thing now when I used to do it before it was because I was going through like a a depressive, you know, depressive um, episode, and yeah. I would do it for such a, a, a longer period of time. So that wasn't healthy. But I think I I manage it a lot healthier now, and it's not a bad thing to to be by yourself and to be alone. And and you know, and I realise that people, um, I maybe I, I soak up people's energy, and it can yeah. be really Ooh. really draining for me. It can be really yeah. draining. So I know I need to decompress sometimes, and yeah. I need to. I love people. I love being around people. But, but people that don't have like, you know, certain energies and I, I can feel that energy and it's not, it's not good for me. And I, I need to, you know, I need to be away from that. So I think I manage it a lot better now. And I'm kind of, um, so it's a good thing. It's healthy for me now, now that I'm, I know a better, uh, you know, it, it's, I have a better way of managing it, I guess. Do you think you're an empath? I think so. Some, it's so funny. I was just talking to a friend of mine and I just met this guy recently who I'm like, I really like. And he yeah. was saying that he's an empath as well. And he was like, you know, he feels like I'm an empath because we can really tap into each other's feelings. And I'm like, well, and he's mm. and meeting him has been like, I have never met anybody like this individual before. So it's been, it's, it's been really, um, it's been a really beautiful thing meeting him because I've mm. never met a guy into, that's really in tune to himself as much as, um, yeah, as this guy. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Well, how, has, how has dating been for you though, previously? Like what's dating been like? Cora, really exhausting. Like I, I don't, I don't know if you remember actually having a real boyfriend. Like seriously, it's been, you know, mm -hmm. like I had situationships for many, many years, mm -hmm. and um, you know, guys that didn't want to commit, and mm -hmm. uh, and I used to say like, because I was ready for a commitment, but I don't know if I really was. So I don't know if it was me that was commitment phobic or it was really them that was commitment phobic. So just looking into. I just need to do some soul searching with me like so you know yeah. it's all about me but yeah, um, yeah I, I think I've, I've been in love maybe once and then he died in a car accident this was like 20, oh 20 30 years ago and yeah. I haven't really dated anybody seriously since him so and it's so funny because I reconnected with his son recently He's, yeah he was my um you know 
Steve was the love of my life. Like I, I really thought I was going to marry this individual, but we actually broke up. He was living in California at the time when we actually broke up, and he had a little son. Um, yeah. And I always promised myself that I would always keep in contact with him, but I never did. And recently we've reconnected, and he just wanted to find out about his dad, and it's been so beautiful oh. to reconnect with him. Well, that's got to be therapeutic for you too. It really is. It was like, and then I just told him that, and he's pulling me. He calls me second mum now, and I'm like, oh my oh. god, like. Yeah, that he really. I thought I was going to really break down and just lose it after you know when I was talking to him on the phone. But it was he, he's so much his father. It, oh, oh yeah, that was that's been really beautiful. Me, you know, yeah. up with him and and you know reconnecting with him because he was like I don't know six or seven when when um and he oh. was actually in the car with his father because he saw oh, a really? in a car accident and he died and he he was actually in the car with his father with that. Oh, but yeah. But reconnecting with him has been really, really special. Like, and I, you know, like I said to him, when you, he's, where is he now? I think he's in ten, Tennessee, Tennessee, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I told him, you know, if you're back in DC, please come see me. Like, my home is your home. So, yeah. I definitely, you know, he's like one of my little nephews now. I just love him. Yeah. Dear. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me, so I'm really excited for you that you've met somebody. Yeah. And you're excited. That's good, right? That's yeah. sort of yeah. something to yeah. look forward to. And the fact that there's an emotional, intelligence there with that man which is yeah, good most definitely he's yeah i've never met a guy like him and he's yeah. from you know he's from the ivory coast and i love that mm. i love that maybe that's what it is maybe it's yeah. american maybe, maybe so i don't i mean like seriously because yeah maybe we were talking about this on my 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 at the podcast i did yesterday it was about and i had actually a friend on male friend and a female friend they're very progressive thinkers when it comes to relationships and life mm-hmm. and um you know i was just saying that the, the one thing i've noticed is dating at this age these last five years you're meeting people right when you're looking at people that are in their 40s and 50s they're bringing all that x all that x all those all those issues the past problems and you know, I'm not going to do that again, or I'm never going to do that again. So you're getting, I don't even think we, you get the, the quality person that they were, you know, because you, you end up with people that have lived life, right? And they have their, you know, which is okay. I'm not saying, because I do, I have my non-negotiables too, but mm-hmm. I think there's just more because of age, you know? Right. right. And so... You know, I think one of the biggest hurdles, I think if you can get somebody that has a, a man that has really good emotional intelligence, meaning they're in touch with their feelings, they've done their internal work. I mean, that's jackpot, right? And not somebody that, you know, that's actually, I was listening to when you were saying how you just disappeared and stuff for weeks and months. And I think that can be a trait. I mean, I, I've dated somebody like that mm. where they just sort of shut down and just withdraw. And I don't do good with that because I'm somebody that wants to jump in it. I want to like talk it out. I want to face it because I can't carry it. I can't carry that because it gives me anxiety, right? Because I almost feel like when, like if you're in a relationship with somebody and they just sort of disappear or whatever, or they need to just check out for a bit, unless they've told me, it's just, I just find it, it built, for me, it builds more anxiety. You know, my mind goes to different places and it's a lot. And that's, that's a, I know that's, that's a direct, correlation with my childhood because well, that makes sense that makes total sense though because I've had friends tell me that like even my cousin had said that you know like I if I'm going through something I need to reach out if I just you know, like ghost you not like you know if I just don't reach out then it's like 
you're not um that you know they're worried and they've got like yeah. anxiety and they're worried about certain things but in terms of so i do that in terms of friendship but in terms of a relationship i haven't been in a serious relationship for god knows how long so i have no idea how <laughs> how oh. i would you know how i would react to, would i still you know disappeared like that when I was with somebody so uh, but you know definitely when it was with friends and luck not luckily but my my family is like most of my family's in the you know is far away in the state so me withdrawing or whatever I could like just send a simple text so they wouldn't know that something was going on with me unless I you know would really reach out to them but I don't I'd never wanted to worry them there maybe have been once or twice that I phoned up you know, my sisters and you know broke down and you know yeah. I'd always know that they would there they would be there for me but I didn't want them to worry too much about me yeah. so you know that's why I kind of held held stuff in but it's so funny with this individual I feel like I could um he kind of he gets me so I don't know if I would need to retreat from him so I don't know but I haven't you know I haven't felt like that like feeling like I needed to retreat from any from him so um you know if I get to that point I'll I'll see, I guess. Uh, and it's still fresh with me. I so. love it. I love that you're, I mean, I, this is, I get happy for people. You know, this is really interesting, right? Because I, I'm, I'm really looking, I, I really haven't had a normal relationship, you know, and I, whatever normal, I think normal to me, normal to me, because I don't think that there's, you know, a kind of template or whatever. But I think that one of that, that's just talking to you now, that's something that I think would be super important to have a man that that is an empath maybe, that would understand, because then you're kind of aware of somebody's feelings, right? You're not gonna do, you know, or say crazy things and, you know, just be more conscious of, you know, of the other person's feelings, right. you know, being abrupt or, or just, you know, having the courtesy to, um, you know this is i always used to joke because my ex-husband used to say like you know i'm very easy date in a way because it's not anything materialistic that i ever need right it's the it's communication it's uh you know words of affirmation thanks mm. being thankful mm. for things you know mm. and doing doing <laughs> yeah just like it's i don't care about like don't give me cash mm -hmm. you know just give me your time if you, uh, you know, say something nice, something no, beautiful, beautiful, right? Right. Yeah. Tell me I'm smart. Tell me, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. That's the stuff that's important. You know, like, don't, yeah, just kind of have, and I think that to me is a more of a test or a, or a, a sign that you're, that you value me, mm. you know, make me feel valued. Like, I can buy anything I want for myself. I don't need you to buy that. That doesn't even, that's not even a draw to me. You know what, you notice how some some people, that's a big thing, right? Yeah. Oh, the man's supposed to pay your rent or do this. I just don't care about that, mm. you know? Because that's all to me, very, for me. I, I, I want I want more of you. It's definitely. The, the just genuine, you know, the genuine exchanges and the time and things like that. Yeah. And I, I haven't had that. I haven't had that. It has been super, um, and to be honest with you, I'm sort of at that point where I think, well, now I'm, I, I almost was in tears last night, actually, after I got off of my meeting, because I talked to one of the, to Stephen, who's really a good friend, mm. um, about, we did sort of did a rehash of what we talked about. And I said, one of the things I didn't know, I don't know if I got the point across, um, that when you have lived a certain way for 30 years, 
right? Where you're just functioning as a mother, you're working, you know, five days a week, plus I'm a mother. And even at the weekends, my, my, I'm cleaning the house, I'm cooking, you know, I'm not, I don't really have a social life, right? I do anything. You, your brain almost becomes used to that. That's your routine. It's sort of ingrained in you, right? And then when it's all said and done, now I live my life. It's like, it just really hit me the other day. I was looking at some Airbnbs, right? Cause I want to go to Mexico, uh, possibly for Thanksgiving weekend. Mm. And, um, I, I just almost started, I was telling them, and as I told them, as I started to cry, because I said, I realized that I could do this and nobody was going to tap me on the shoulder and say, you can't do that. There was nobody coming to tell me I couldn't do it. And it, and it, and it just made me, it was a lot. Wow. <laughs> it's like learning to walk again, you know, and wow. it's really, it's deep on a deep emotional level, right? Because it's almost like the real epiphany is nobody was ever coming to tap you on the shoulder. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I was always free, but I just didn't know it. You know, free to make the choices I want, live as I want. If I'm not happy, this doesn't work for me. Wow. And I never had that before. Wow. Well, that is a, that's the, that is really deep. It really, it, it, it's so emotional to me, you know? And I, I think a lot of people, because I'm in this raw state too, I'm finding, I am attracting these other people. People will tell me stories or they'll say things to me. And I'm, and maybe they're actually younger people, younger women. And it triggers me because I, and I tell them, Hey, look, this was, I was this way 20 years ago. I'm telling you now as a 54 year old woman that I'm, I'm learning the world. You know, you don't have to do this. And I just want you to remember what I'm telling you, that you, you, you're at 30 something years of age, you can actually do what you want to do, right? That, that most of the things that keep us in place and places where we not want to be are our thoughts. Mm. Mm. And I think that I never realized just how potent my thoughts were. Well, they are, I know, right? It is, it is crazy that, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Cause that's what I'm really working on now. Like mindset, like and changing the way I look at things and changing the way I think. And, uh, you know, you, this has been, just talking to you is really therapeutic. And I know you, you're saying that it's, doing it is therapeutic. And I, I, I'm posting a lot on social media, like just, you know, just positive, you know, positive affirmations and, yeah. and, and stuff that's really feeding my soul. And it's, it's really like, I am, um, it's like, like I'm doing a journal and, a lot of the stuff I'm posting, it's I'm posting it for me, but I know it helps yeah. other people as well. But it's so feeding my soul and and, and so, so feeding my spirit, and I'm absolutely loving it. Like yeah. people say, you spend so much time. I goes one, I'm you know it's business related, but two, it's like I'm really I'm really feeling you know some of the stuff I'm posting, and it's like it it, it resonates with me, and I I'm, I'm just in a really I feel like I'm in a really good good place in my yeah. life you know what I'm saying and I'm excited about it I'm scared well yeah that's one thing I'm scared about I'm scared <laughs> but you know yeah. you know I'm, I'm excited but scared and and I'm looking forward to you know what lies ahead because um yeah I'm just really it's a beautiful thing I am yeah, really I I think that I've been posting things online for a while and it really does help me because that this is part of that process of rewiring my brain and kind of realizing my power. That's the number one thing, it's my power. You know, like, and I um, I had this revelation, I get a little emotional, maybe it's your accent that's 
making me feel emotional. <laughs> but you know, like I, when I picture, I didn't have a good childhood. And I think about the tenacity of the child I was. You know, I never used to look at that little girl before. And now I, I, I remember going to therapy and, and having this moment in therapy where I was like hysterically crying, you know, where you kind of have to acknowledge the courage of the little girl I was and that I got through. I just, I used to, I taught myself how to ride a bike. And I can remember having a, a snotty nose and I, it wasn't even my bike. It was this little boy in the neighborhood. And uh, <laughs> he kept saying, give me my bike back, give me my bike back. And I just kept going up and down the street because I was so determined to ride his bike. And my nose was runny, my hands were cold, but I just kept going and going and going. And then I got it. I remember going to like beg my mom and dad for a bike and then I got my bike and I was so excited about that and but I was and I did the same thing with learning to skate you know remember those stupid skates that we had when you put your foot in it you know where it's sort of not even a boot you know those, those oh, up. yeah they had little straps on them yeah, yeah. I remember there's, there's nobody's going anywhere with those very fast it's <laughs> just like terrible and then they have that that sort of screw in the bottom where you can ex make them bigger or smaller. Right. Oh my God, that's right. I forgot about that thing as well. Yeah. <laughs> and remember, you didn't wear helmets. You didn't wear, you know, knee pads or anything. I remember I was so stupid. I would go out on there on this, this uh, pavement that's all bumpy and rocky, like really thinking I'm going to get momentum. And then I, but I taught myself, I'd be out there so determined. I see the little girl in the cold it's not running down my nose, determined, because at that time, maybe I knew it then, but my parents weren't coming out to help me. Nobody was coming to help me. And then and then I think something happens as I get older, and then I get into that mindset, especially coming to a new country, mm. that, you know, you become dependent on somebody, really dependent, and I'm still quite, kind of growing. I came over to America, I think I was 24, but I just didn't, I was very sheltered in my town. You know, like when I did eventually grow up, but even though I had my daughter when I was 18, I had a very routine. I lived in a small town, it was very routine. And um, coming to America, in hindsight, I and being married, uh, he was still, he was a young man. And there's no way that he could have helped me the way that I expected him to, you know. Was he American yeah. as well? He was American? Yeah. yeah, he was, okay. But I mean, it was just, the whole thing is daunting. I mean, when I think about it, I think he was 29. Wow. And that's a lot to take on, you know, because at 29, what do you really know, you know? But now I can say that, but I didn't say that at the time. Right, so so let me ask you, do you have any regrets? I have. Very, I got, yeah, just two regrets in my life, real regrets that, um, yeah, and I don't want to, I, I can't talk. <laughs> oh, you yeah. don't want to talk about it? Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm not, that's not a conversation. I, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again, I just want you to feel comfortable. As yeah, well. that's, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, two, yeah, two things that regrets, I. Actually, regrets, actually, regrets, sometimes it's not even when you talk about regrets, to me, I think those are the, um, it's the fuel for depression, too. Mm. Is it like when you talk about regrets, it pulls you off the road. Right. It doesn't really serve a purpose, you know. I mean, I just put it out there because some right. people are comfortable. Um, 
I know, I know, I know I have them and I know that's one of my struggles, you know? I, but there's nothing I can do. I tell you, unless somebody out there has a time machine. Yeah. Yeah, it's not gonna help. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. They are regrets, but uh, it's just crazy. I, um, yeah. Yeah, I wish I didn't have to do, you know, make make those choices kind of thing, but I did and, and um, but those are only two things that I, yeah, the only two things that I, uh, I, I seriously got, you know, seriously wits, wits about, I, I think, in, in, in my life. So any, everything else is, yeah, I, I have to give myself those particular things. It's not something I am, um, yeah. And then I'm not, I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm scared. Another thing I may be scared about is um, just allowing myself to feel too much. And then it will be so overwhelming that I would just like break down and I couldn't, like going to therapy, I, I want to go to. I've been looking for a therapist, yeah. but it scares me because it's like I, I feel like there's there may be some stuff that I'm 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 holding on to because I used to have a dream about I had a dream about I was molested by a, like a family member and I don't that, like so that scares me because I'm like damn was that true was that not true kind of thing so you know that the thought of therapy and then somebody digging that up and me finding out it's true I don't know if I could ever handle that so that scares me that's one thing that scares me um yeah 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 you know um I, I do want to tell you that um one of the things I've realized again the power of your thoughts um I I actually feel, and I, again, I'm only saying this right now because I don't, I can't think of a fear. I used to be very uncomfortable with men looking at me mm. and um, I would really downplay my appearance a lot, right? And that, that really comes from the environment that, you know, I kind of found out at a later date that there was some molestation going on in my home, you know? And I think that that had a lot of an effect on me, clearly. And what I've found is, um, I recently uh, just went out to, um, I was on vacation and I decided I was gonna wear a bikini and I just sort of went through that process, right? And I realized I'm just sort of laying there in the sun in a bikini and I was really uncomfortable at first. And then I realized that this, I had a good 15 to 20 minutes of just feeling really stressed out. Oh, good. But then I realized that when I'm, I kind of had to go through that. And then I came out of it like, well, nobody's really looking. And <clears throat> I'm like, nobody's physically touched me. And uh, this is kind of okay because everybody else has got a bikini on and we're this is what else would I be doing with would I be here in a turtleneck and jeans and boots and then I realized that was a good lesson to, for me it was because I, I actually started crying through it and I, had, I was really like having a big anxiety attack yeah. and I, I thought I, I guess that's sort of like a form of exposure therapy because when you go through that again you realize that well nothing's actually happening not nothing nothing is that i thought was going to happen is actually happening and you come out the other end and now i just don't see it and now i i just sort of feel i've realized i i, I think i'm not i feel like one of the biggest kind of aha moments it really made me see that 
my path and my world and my life is really mine. Like I'm, I'm on this path alone. Like if I, if I, if I stub my toe and I, if I kick, kick a chair or something and hurt my toe, I'm the only one that's going to feel that pain, right? Nobody else is going to feel the pain. It's almost like an awakening of, oh my God, I should, I should not be affected by anybody else, mm. and I have control again. Mm. This is all me, mm. and I'm the one that created that stuff in my head. And and I, I mean, it, it used to be really bad when I was younger, especially here. I used to have a hard time with, like, if I went to the to the store, you know, you feel like, oh God, everybody's staring at me. Now when I go to the store, I'm thinking I've just rationalized it. When these people look at me, they're not going to go home tonight and go at 10 o'clock at night and say, oh, I saw that black chick in the store the other night, the other day, and they're going to think about me for a week. Mm -hmm. I don't even know who these people are. I mean, the, the, nobody should have like those kind of thoughts will kind of destroy your life. Oh and, and I'm coming out of that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm coming out of those things. And like even and, and that's and, and I think regrets go into that bucket, too. You know, like. And even, even things that I, if I've done things that I've regretted, I'm going to, um, you know, forgive myself and kind of remember my journey, what I did and why I did it and where I'm at now, you know, because right now I'm, 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 I'm really realizing my power. And I almost feel sometimes that society doesn't want you to know your power because you can be so bogged down with fears and thoughts that stop you from really, and fear, the big one, from really living your purpose and doing what you're supposed to do. And like I said, like, I'm gonna go on that trip. It doesn't even matter if anybody doesn't come with me, but I'm gonna go to Mexico and I'll have a nice villa overlooking the ocean for that Thanksgiving weekend and just relaxing, you know? And I've got the power to do that. I'm not doing anything thanks to the weekend, like, because I've just got so many things. I'm coming with you, Cove. Seriously, I just got to look at my schedule. Cause I mean, really, those are some, yeah, we'll have some great photo ops. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> we really need to go. I mean, you should see the places I found. But I mean, I, I, but I want that. But I've got the power to do that, right? I don't need to wait on anybody. I'm really, it's kind of a, it's like this moment. Like I told you last night, I was just really crying about it. Like nobody's tapping me on the shoulder and nobody's stopping me. And I'm realizing that now I'm free, period. Amen, amen. That is such a beautiful thing. Oh my God. And you know, like, and I, and I, and I look at what you're doing now, you know, you're, that's why you really appeal to me. You're so driven. You're on the path too. And you see people, when you're in a state of mind, you're going to connect with people and you're going to, those people are going to cross your path now. Amen. No, and I think it's beautiful. I'm finding my tribe most definitely. That's exactly. that might sound really cliche, but I am seriously finding my my tribe, and it is such a beautiful, empowering. It's just like I'm meeting so like yourself, so many beautiful people that you know I'm connecting with on on so many different levels. It even you know like what's your mission right now? What's your life mission right now? My life mission right now is to I want to. Um, that idea of freedom, like I want everybody to experience. That's what I'm, 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 I'm aiming for as well. And I, I can, I can see it coming. I, 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 right. I'm moving in that direction, and I want other people to, to realize that and see that it's attainable. Like, oh my God, like 
you said you said so many so many things like to write down that um, you know like just you you found you're finding your path and you we've got the control now it's like I've, I've always had people kind of um I've always been concerned about what people think about me what people say about me and mm-hmm. um, and oh I, I, I I'm done with that now just recently you know I've had some friends for like over 30 years and and I've kind of had to cut them back because they don't bring me peace anymore. They, you know, in fact, they are, it was so fun. You said about something triggering you. I was out with them on my birthday um, in April, a few months ago, and and a situation happened and it just triggered all some stuff that I felt about them in the past. And it was like, yeah. I, can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Like, I, you don't bring me peace. You don't, it's just like, mm. I, I can't do it anymore. And that's all I want. I want, I want, I want peaceful people in my life. I want people that, want peace I want people that want freedom like and then you know this avenue that I found in the in the you know meeting you you know doing this travel business as well I found my tribe I found Mm -hmm. something I love doing I'm learning so much about myself about personal development it's just it's I'm just so looking forward to the to what's to come like I I, I love your excitement I mean you you've got me involved in this travel stuff and I really I'm really going to be more um conscious and really apply myself because you it's it's really infectious your 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 excitement about it and um, yeah it's it's made it makes me every time I talk to you about it I get super excited again you know then life gets in the way but I want to feel like you feel but actually I'm actually feeling that same excitement with the podcast and I know that um we've talked about doing some trips together and sort of maybe and and doing some YouTubes and, and, and stuff and highlighting you. I, you are so, I, I listened to your first, um, um, the pod, I listened, my first one that I listened to, I'm not sure if it was your first, but just your voice alone, you're so calming. So you, this is, this is your calling. You're definitely a natural. You're so easy to talk to. So I, I love it. And yeah, we definitely have to, you know, do some YouTubes and we definitely are going to travel together. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that call. I'm most definitely, I'm so glad that, you know the powers that be have brought you uh, brought us together as well because yeah. it's, it's definitely a great connection i mean i think we're really ironically at the the most um magical time in our lives right like yeah. i just i'm so i'm getting emotional again i mean i really I feel so good and happy it's really emotional to me it's, it's just sort of like you know this freedom it's like the the, the sky's the limit you know and it feels so good I, I think it's the gratitude every day. I, I practice this gratitude for the basic little things that bring me magic, you know? And even down to, like I'll post my food on Instagram because one of the key things I'll do, I love to, first of all, when I buy food now, I go to the store, I don't ever look at the price. It's just if I want it, I buy it because this is stuff that I'm putting in my body, right? And I deserve it, you know? I used to, I'm a really good cook but I would only do that for other people, special meals, for special events. And now I see the world differently. I'm a special event. Mm-hmm. I have a special world. I'm a special person, right? Yeah, right. And, I, and I know now that sort of adding this travel aspect to me, I'm gonna be able to see the world oh that I never got to see before. Yeah. And I'm in that, and I'm in a state of mind where you know, these journeys that I'm going to take are going to be magical, especially the ones I take with you. <laughs> we'll have a good laugh. We are going to have a good time, I swear. I'm just so looking forward to it. 
Do you see, where do you see yourself? Um, what would be your ideal state in maybe 10 years from now? Um, I want to be in a nice, exotic country, closer to my family, yeah. but not too, not too close, because I love them dearly. <laughs> I need my I need my space. It's so funny because I was just on a Zoom call with my family just before I got on with you, and we were trying to organize. And you have to come. It's my parents' 60th wedding anniversary in Jamaica next year. You have mm-hmm. to come. My oh. family is crazy, fantastic. They're mad. You name it, but you'll have a blast. They are oh, the most love it. loving. But yeah, you definitely got to come. So we're just we're just trying to organize that right now. But um, and we're on the. We're, all our personalities are so different and I'm the youngest like but oh lord they were getting on my nerves I'm like my, my oldest sister is like uh, uh, you know she's real detail orientated and then my other my sister's like really you know she's funny oh my god and they were just driving me crazy on this phone I'm like it's so funny because like I'm in the states my brother's in Canada one of my sisters in London the other's in Wellingburg that's why we're still so close because we've got so many miles between they are my you know they're they they give me life seriously I love my family to death like but it's because we're so far away that sounds so nice though they are they they're they're incredible do you know what I'm saying but you know they they you know when I was going through my little depressions and and you know just think just knowing you know, one that I have God there, but two also just knowing I have them there for me as well. Just even though I, I didn't reach out to them like I could because I didn't want to worry them. Yeah. But just just knowing them there where they were there, like made you know, that made me feel better. It definitely made me feel better. So I you know, I, I do yeah, I'm I'm blessed in that area. Yeah, I'm definitely blessed in that area. They drive me crazy though, and I know I drive them crazy too, but they yeah. And then my nephews are I've got yeah. Like they're my hearts. They're, they're you, my I heart. know your one of your nephews does is what is involved in the travel stuff. Um, uh, Benjamin, yeah, 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 yeah. I really enjoy the meeting. It's you know what I I love actually when when we when you have your meetings and it's it's really nice to sort of just sort of engage with other Black English people. For me, right? It, it's been <laughs> no. I mean, it's sort of it's been a desert. You know, I mean and. Uh-huh. You know, it's 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 it just feels good, and I love that it's a it's just a shared sort of sensibility in a way. I, I love that, you know. Lovely. And I wanted to I want to make sure that um, that you put your when we promote this, when we put your when we post this video, which will be next week. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that people can they're able to connect with you. You know, Jackie is very, 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 very efficient, uh, very, very good at finding travel deals for you. I mean, she's helped me no end. And I could wish, I hope to one day be as uh, effective and skilled as she is in the travel arena. You will, my dear, just plug in, just plug in. You will, we're here, we're she's here for so you. Good. But I do want to promote that. And I we're going to put a link uh, for her um, site that you can, work with her and she'll find you amazing deals i mean one thing I'm, I'm doing every every show actually and i want to hear your viewpoint on this and it's really important because we're living through history right now with this pandemic mm-hmm. but how has covid affected you how has it affected your life you know what it other than main things i did get a little stir crazy at one point being by myself because i i like being by, by myself generally so it's not been an, an issue but it was, I had to get out and about. So the travel, you know, I did it, you know, in the middle, 
like I think it was November of last year, I went to, I was going to go to Mexico, or I did go to Mexico. I was going to spend a month out in Mexico because I just was so sick of dying. I moved my office into my basement. I live in a townhouse, so yeah. it was like I, I put my office in my basement and I've got a little gym down here. So I just kind of made it, you know, self-sufficient. But I had to get out of the house. I was, you know, because I was literally self-isolating. I didn't go out other than to maybe go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. So, um, that was that was the most challenging for me at one point it was like i've got to get out so i went to mexico and i was planning to go for a month but my work would not let me stay for a month i couldn't work from you know uh, international so that was really uh, annoying for me but um but other than that i think and i i hate to sound say this because it sounds really bad but um you know because so many people have found it's not been a good situation for most people but i found this business yeah. you know i've saved money I'm working from home. So COVID hasn't, other than like some, sometimes my mental state, you know, has been, it's, it's been a challenge kind of thing. But for the most part, there's been a lot more positives than negatives when it comes to COVID. So um, yeah, it, it, it really, and I feel bad, you know, it kind of feel bad saying that because I know there's been so many deaths and all that good stuff, but how it, how it has affected me personally, um, you know, nobody, that close to me has, has passed. I've got people that, um, you know, have been affected by it, but yeah. thank God, you know, nobody has passed. I, I don't know anybody within my immediate family or, or, or really close friends that have actually passed from it as well. So, and hopefully it stays that way. So, um, you know, I feel bad for the world, you know, having to experience that, but in my in my realm, it, it really hasn't, it hasn't been that bad. It really hasn't. Well, that's good. I mean, I, I think, I go on about it maybe because I'm a nurse, right? So it has, mm-hmm. and and I'm sort of, I live that sort of nomadic life. So, I mean, I think that, what about, I know that the travel situation is opening up a lot now. So I know that you were in England, um, cu- what, a couple of months ago, right? Maybe a month ago? A month ago, yeah, it seems like forever. It seems like forever ago, but yeah, about a month ago. But with the travel, that and then that's another thing. I started the business in the midst of the pandemic, and people were like, Why would you start a business? You know, yeah, people weren't traveling, but I knew that people were going to travel eventually because you know, people always want to travel. I just want that's all I want to do is travel. So, yeah. my goal at that point was to not, you know, I, I wouldn't be selling as much travel per se, but I could train people to be, you know to be the best travel agents as well. So that was my goal. It was like actually getting people to to um, get into the business versus, tra- tra- I was still tra- selling travel. Yeah. I actually don't even promote selling travel right now. That's not my thing. Like my thing is to, I, I found the beauty because initially when I signed up call, I signed up because I want to cheat travel. Like I love to travel. My cousin in the States who's my best friend um, in, in, in um, England who's also my best friend, my travel partner. We've traveled everywhere. You name it, we've traveled there. And, you know, I just wanted to sign, I, I just wanted to get cheap deals and, you know, so yeah. we could continue our travels. She's very similar to me in terms of age. She's never been married, doesn't have any kids. So, you know, we, we've got that connection. So, but then when I got into the business and I took a lot of trips, a couple of trips and then I saw the, you know, the potential of the, you know, the the earning potential. I was like, oh, okay. And then, you know, people could get their freedoms, like the personal freedom, the time freedom. That really, that's what excites me now. So my goal now is to, I want people to, you know, to look at the business and like, wow, this is a business I could really earn good money on a part-time basis or full-time if you you chose to do it as well. So, and it's not just, you know, booking travel, but, you know, 
getting people to inviting people into the business as well because that I, I actually enjoy that now more than actually you know booking the travel and I yeah. still enjoy traveling per se more that's that's on the top of the list actually traveling but you know inviting people to the business is definitely on the second and then actually booking travel is you know is, is the, the the you know the the third thing I enjoy about the business but there's so many different avenues that I love about it so and I just so yeah, good at it. so good at it I Do you want it. to give everybody your, um, at least your um, Instagram travel yes. site? So my IG name is Jar British. <laughs> and yeah, so that Jamaican British, because my parents are Jamaican heritage. <laughs> and Facebook is, uh, Instagram, yeah, Facebook is um, Jar Space British, the number one. I think yeah. oh my god it's something like that but yeah we'll put it in the link because we'll i put it on there yeah i'll put it in the bio yeah yeah we'll put it in the, definitely. the bio, so. yeah definitely want everybody to reach out to her and again she got me into this i actually reached out to this is how i got to know jackie um i reached out to her i, I don't know maybe we're using the hashtag a uk black maybe but um i reached out to you because of your video it just your your stuff on instagram is like right. really inspiring so um and i go and again I, I hope that we we not hope let me just stop that because that's that bad talk right let's yeah. be intentional we will be taking trips together we will we'll be we'll make fantastic videos and we'll have fantastic pictures yeah. um and maybe our first trip will be thanksgiving if you do you know if you yeah. are there. give me the dates Give me the dates, most definitely. I would, um, yeah, let's, yeah, give me the dates yeah. that you plan I, I mean, I saw this place and I was like, yeah, this is beautiful. Infinity pool mm. with a view of the ocean. And I'm like, okay, this is this is where I want to be. You know, I just realized the sun to me, the sun has been so good to me. <laughs> I've been, I was living in Portland in the sort of dim, dark, dingy Portland and oh. realized I've just there for one year and now kind of being in California I realize just how effective the sun is and then recently go to Jamaica it's just good for me it's okay. good for all of us yeah most definitely I used to I, the rain yeah. used to phase me so much that I I mean sometimes I just cry I'm like I just I couldn't deal with the rain seriously so I know I need to um I'm, I'm gonna I, I need to be in an exotic area with the sun and uh you know I don't mind the rain so much as long as it's not like uh, you know really cold and 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 bitter out there but I, I i need sunshine in my life as well so i know you know with the next couple of years i'm i'm, I'm gonna be um somewhere nice and exotic oh good i want to i want to do like bali and um, yes yep yeah photo thing in my head you know where i'm gonna bathe with the elephants you know and we can get some great deals as well so we we get some so we definitely have got to um yeah but give me the info for um for thanksgiving and i definitely buy it because i know i've got a couple of things going on i'm trying to go to england for a few days in december though because the the, the 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 company's doing a um um a, 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 a what do you call it a, a present oh god i can't remember a, 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 a really a gala a nice gala so if you're if you're around available around uh, december the 10th definitely come check us out you can meet the best of the family over there in um in the in the uk for the oh, i have to tell you a confession that's going to be a bit shocking it's embarrassing actually you know i haven't been back to england since 1992. wow really yeah that's that's another that's that's one of many shocking 
statements. Oh, wow, wow, yeah, wow. I mean, I just kind of got into, because I was married and we were just right, right, right. And, and just trying to live. And, and, you know, I just didn't go. And, um, and actually, I'll be honest with you, it got to a point where it was almost too painful to watch anything from England. I went through a stage because I missed it so much. And I just thought, well, I just, and then you just get out of like, you know, again, that's in that state of ever, I've taken care of everybody else but myself. So I'm definitely gonna go, probably gonna go next year and I'm gonna make it just sort of a habit of going back. Yeah, most definitely. Because I just, whether, you know, even if I feel like I don't belong there anymore or whatever, but I do belong there because there's a feeling that I miss, that feeling of, um, you know, I just, I think the thing, the thing that's really interesting about England, and, and this is the last thing I'm going to talk about, wrap it up, and I don't know if you agree with this, as a Black English person, right, just thinking about my experience, um, I wasn't so, I just, if okay, if you speak to somebody around the same age from England that's white, right, we had pretty much the same experiences. We watched the same shows, you know, we were doing this, a lot of the same things, you know, because of it's a small island, I guess. And you remember at the time when we grew up, there was only three channels and we ended up getting channel four. So we're watching the same thing. Everybody's listening to Radio One. And so, you know, even so you're more kind of aware of different kinds of music. And I didn't feel like I had to be put in a box. And so when I came to America, I didn't know I really actually wasn't accepted a, a lot by black Americans and it really affected me. You know, I just wasn't because I was so different. And again, I mean, I think I would always refer to, I don't know if, if you'll ever listen to this, but Lennox Lewis, you were always my reference point <laughs> because that was the only black English people that people kind of knew wow. and also loose ends. Sense as well, right? And who was that other? There was a uh, jazzy oh, soul to soul. Soul to soul. That was it. Soul to soul for real. Yeah, yeah like oh, you know, they're black English people. <laughs> so anyway, but that's that was that's neither here nor there. But that just sort of, I I gotta go back. I just want to go back and just sort of feel that feeling and right. yeah, it's just to be around just people I went to school with and stuff like that. It'll be nice. So. But you know what, Jackie, I've loved talking to you. It's been a great sort of wow. very um, sort of emotional, but very comfortable conversation. Definitely. I really, really enjoyed this. Thank you. I really need to do it again. I, what I'm going to be doing in the future, sometimes I'll have two people on, three people on, and we'll talk about specific subjects. You know, yesterday we did the dating over, um, which is going to be posted on Friday, the dating of 40 dating over 40 and above you know like what that looks like mm -hmm. so we'll do other stuff and i want to make sure that you're part of that so it's definitely it's definitely and we'll definitely put all those links in for your business and all that but i really do appreciate you being a major wonderful human being and uh you know just being part of this journey with me Thank you, likewise, and I'm so glad that we are paths um, definitely crossed. So I'm looking forward to many, many 
fun journeys with you. Um, yeah, definitely. Maybe back to England as well. We'll go. <laughs> That'd be nice. That'll be okay, nice. Right, most definitely. Well, thank you, Jackie, so much. Say bye to everybody. Bye. It's been fun. What's <laughs> 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 from you? <laughs> of course. Take care. Bye. Right. Yeah. Bye.